0: hello everyone this is adam meister the bitcoin meister the disrupt meister welcome to the one bitcoin show today is june the 2nd 2019 strong hand unconfiscatable Compete. Do not complain. Offended by selling. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. In motion. Deferral gratification. All right. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Everyone, check out this these weekend shows. Uh, Friday show. This weekend Bitcoin. Techvault.com. Yesterday's Beyond Bitcoin show was a lot of fun. A lot of people enjoyed it. So check it out. They're all linked to below. Disruptmeister.com. If you have any questions and you're watching this show live, type in Bitcoinmeister. I will answer your questions. Jim already has a question. I'm going to answer that. He, he sent 10 bucks. Also, thank you for that super chat. I'm going to answer that a little bit later in the show. I have it written down. All right. So something that I talked about on Saturday's show that I, I have to bring up again. It, it's so important. It's it's an article from, a, a, I guess, the San Francisco Chronicle. Uh, the uh, The average millennial has in, well, no. Yeah. The average millennial has an average net worth of $8,000. That's far less than previous generations. Okay. That means the average US 18 to 35 year old is worth less than one Bitcoin. Uh, Think about that for a second, about all the college debt they must be in and the housing debt. Uh, Here's here's some uh, advice. Get, Get some Bitcoin, save up and you could have done this in 2015 had these millennials instead of buying houses and cars and going into debt and all sorts of nonsense and again when you buy a house you don't automatically become wealthy you're in debt and then you take out home equity lines of credit you become more debt the interest eats away at the value of your house so don't say i mean again if you know how to manage a house properly okay yeah it is it is a, it's a, it can be an okay asset but these guys are not, they're trying to live the American dream by forcing a house upon themselves, giving you them the massive debt. And they end up only worth $8,000, less than one Bitcoin. Had they just had long-term thinking back, you can watch the videos from 2015, disruptmeister.com. They could have paid $300 for a Bitcoin. And now they're not, they'd be worth more than the average, uh, average uh, millennial. So that is, it is striking. But you as a long-term thinker, the name of the show is the one Bitcoin show. So if you've attained that goal, you're already worth more. Your net worth is uh, more than someone who's uh, between 18 and uh, 35 years of age. And I mean, again, if you're 35 years old and you're worth uh, $8,000 uh, or less than a Bitcoin, come on, man, you, you, you got to change your ways. How about that? So I, I would have uh, made the headline, uh, Less, less than a Bitcoin. And I made that headline right here. The headline, of course, on uh, SFGate was just uh, that it was less than, that There, the average one is worth $8,000 now. But of course, $8,000 is less than a Bitcoin as of today for you fiat freaks out there. Now, speaking we of 80 percenters that spend and go crazy and then they come into the space and then they buy altcoins. Ansel Lindner has a great tweet out there. First of all, pound that like button. Second of all, Ansel Lindner says, SV is complete garbage, but honestly, not any worse than most of the top 10 altcoins. And I thought about that for a second. And and he is absolutely right. I looked at the top 10 altcoins on CoinMarketCap and Cardano, Stellar, Tether, Binance Coin, Ripple, EOS, and then Tron, which is like number 11 or 12 or something. They're all worse than SV. They're all worse than SV. They are. I I mean, again, I don't like the people behind SV, but at least it was a fork of a fork of Bitcoin. It's got a Bitcoin base to it at least. Now, of course, it's not Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. All those other coins try to be the next Bitcoin. Well, actually, Tether and Binance Coin don't, but- go no, sv is better than so yeah Ansel's, Ansel's get a point there yeah it's complete garbage but honestly not any worse than most top 10 altcoins now yeah they're all worse yeah all those other ones are worse definitely ripple stellar especially oh god all right uh june the 3rd is tomorrow june the 1st was yesterday uh april 1st and may 2nd there were pumps for bitcoin and tomorrow is the equivalent of that it's the first work work day of the year um is there going to be a fiat pump for Bitcoin? Stay tuned, stay up late and worry about it. No, we, we shall see. It will be interesting to see if the same thing repeats itself though uh, tonight. And already it is tonight back on the East Coast. Uh, if, if you know, in about five hours, four hours or so, if the same uh, pump uh, comes again that we saw around May the 1st and around uh, April 1st, especially. I, I wanna thank Tor, a, a guy, who uh, watches my, my channel a lot. Uh, and I met in person now numerous times. I hung out with him today in the, in the, uh, East, East of LA, East of Pasadena. And I got to see a, a bit of the area that I had not seen before tour. Thanks a lot for all the support, man. We're all behind you. And uh, it was great to hang out with you today. And I, I love talking Bitcoin with people in person, people who watch this channel. And, um, yeah, I I'm looking forward to meeting more, more people in person. So yeah, I hope you're doing okay there, tour. Fun times today, definitely. Uh and okay, moving. And thank thank you for everything. So, what is this? Francis Puglio, who I've met in person before in Calgary when we both spoke at the Bitcoin rodeo. He says, and this might be a little off by a little bit, but people love to hear this kind of thing. Owning one, and I was just talking about real estate, so owning one Bitcoin is the equivalent in scarcity terms of owning 700 acres of land. How he exactly did that calculation, I don't know. Um, but that does put it in perspective in terms of scarcity. And is is he talking about the land that you can actually build on or land that you can farm on? I'm not exactly sure. Didn't read the whole thread. But yeah, owning one Bitcoin is the uh, in scarcity terms is like owning 700 acres of land. That's that's a big deal right there. That's a big deal. It, it, and again, it might be off by a little up or down or whatever, but it, think about it if you need any convincing, convincing there. Uh, pound that like button, of course. Oh, let's see if there was any other question. Okay, no, no, I don't see any other uh, any other questions yet. Keep on throwing them out there though, people. Uh, what do we have? Okay, remember, disruptmeister.com, over 1,300 Adam Meister Bitcoin crypto related shows. Wow, wow. Wow. I've made a lot of shows, haven't I? Oh God. But yeah, you can watch them all. Disruptmeister.com. So Mexico. Mexico is in the news. The president suddenly tariffed Mexico. And guess what, dudes? He could suddenly, this is one step closer to him banning remittances to Mexico. Which again, I'm not gonna, I'm not all up in arms about any of this stuff. I'm positioned really well with Bitcoin. And let it happen. Let that suddenly happen, because we are one step closer. If he bans remittances to Mexico, this will be big for Bitcoin. They will find a way to send it back to Mexico. They they'll they'll wait. Oh, they will figure out to send a way to send their net worth back to their worth, their earnings back to Mexico through Bitcoin. They'll buy it on the street. They'll have their uh, people that they are employed by pay them in Bitcoin instead of cash. Who knows what will happen? So yeah. Go ahead. Make my day. Ban remittances. We are we are getting closer to that, though. Clearly, this sudden tariffing of Mexico. Um, And again, he's doing this. His logic is he thinks this will cut down on illegal immigrants. And so he will. He also thinks that if you cut remittances, uh, that it will uh, make the illegal immigrants go home. So I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, I'm not going to get into the politics behind it, but I'm just going to enjoy it if it happens. Because it, they, no matter what, if some of them go home, some of them go home, but a lot of them will stay. They'll send that. They'll send their worth, uh, their money, their Bitcoin back to Mexico with Bitcoin. Okay. So here are some great points in, in the following tweet, uh, and it reminds me how so many people are oblivious to the com- t- complexities of uh, of storing Bitcoin. Um, that it's not that easy for people at all. Okay, It's not that easy at all. And it is a skill that all children should be learning now because it is a valuable skill. It will save you money. It will prevent you from making silly mistakes. It will allow you to claim crypto dividends. So here's what the guy says, rain dog dance. And again, a lot of you say, well, no, it's so easy. It's so... No, it's not so easy for people. Here we go. I'd be very uncomfortable recommending creating their own seed and storing it on a paper wallet to a beginner. So many ways to mess it up. I'd rather recommend them a HW, a hardware wallet, even if they don't plan transacting now, they'll probably still want to transact later. So here's the thing. So many people are like, well, if you're never going to move your Bitcoin, just put it on a paper wallet and forget about it. Okay. Then, how about the day does come that you really do need to move your Bitcoin? Oh, wait, I am interested in these crypto dividends. I need to move things around. Oh, wait, I really have to send some 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 Bitcoin to someone. Uh, my 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 brother in South Africa needs it or whatever. That and I don't know how to extract Bitcoin from a paper wallet. It's hard. I don't know what I don't know what I'm doing. I wish I would have had a Trezor to begin with. There you go, people. Don't don't be <laughs> the t- a paper wallet is free, obviously. Creating your own seed is ludicrous. Okay, Cre- creating your own recovery—the the whole the brain wallet thing. Don't I'm not even going to get into that, people. I'm not even going to. Here's the thing: just a trezor. And then most people, most people out there don't even know how to use a trezor. Don't even know how to use a Bitcoin. So that's what I'm saying. Learn that basic skill, children of America, children of the world, and you're going to save yourself because people. Are, they want to get into Bitcoin, they want other people to store their Bitcoin for them. And they're gonna get charged an arm and a leg by Coinbase, by GBTC already plays it's a premium you spend to buy their Bitcoin. It's a premium you already pay. Okay, I know you're doing it, you're doing it through your IRA or 401k or whatever. But the point is, it's a lot cheaper to store your own Bitcoin on your Trezor to know what you're doing and to be able to claim the crypto dividends. Again, people, if you control your private key, this is your public service announcement of the day. If you control your own private key, you will be able to claim crypto dividends. You get interest on your Bitcoin. Not many people know this and all those people who don't have this insider information will be happy to keep their Bitcoin at Bitcoin banks where they will be charged, where they be charged. And they're going to lose out a lot on the possible crypto dividends. All right. Moving on, here and here is a reminder that people they don't want to learn. Look, look what this guy doesn't want to learn. By the way, his name is Alan Best eighty one, which makes me assume he is born in nineteen eighty one and is a millennial, I guess, or a barely missing the millennial. If only I was clever enough to know how to buy it. He he comments that in a Twitter thread that is about Bitcoin. He says he is not clever enough to know how to buy it. He, he probably is. He just doesn't want to learn how to buy it. He doesn't want to even know. So if there are some people out there, they don't even know how to buy it. They don't even, they're that far behind in this. So they don't know how to, clearly they don't know how to send it if they don't know how to buy it. And you're laughing right now. All these people are like, it's so easy to buy it. So, it is easy to buy, but some people don't want to take that extra step to learn how to log in the Coinbase and buy it. And then the people that do want to do it, the majority of them are just going to keep it there because two seconds ago, they didn't know how to buy it. So why, why are they willing to learn how to send it now and how to properly store it now? So again, it is, it is a real, you know, the, the public schools treat, teach children such trash now. It's, it, it's horrible. It's government trash. And again, I, whatever, complaining is not going to, do. Don't, I don't send my kids there. I don't have any kids. But um, if I did have kids, I wouldn't send them there. But here's, here's a positive suggestion out of that. Instead of kids, you know, forget what you learn in public school, learn this. Uh, learning how to store Bitcoin, how to send Bitcoin is much more valuable than, what, 90% of the stuff that you learn in, in public school these days? I, I don't, I don't, I didn't even go to public school. i went to private school. Pound that like button. All right. Not naming that school, though. You don't need to stalk me. So uh, Al KZ says, will Trezor ever allow you to do the coins natively on device? Sick of redirects to... Uh, My crypto and other apps. Yeah, dude, I, I don't trust that. I, I hate those redirects. But Trezor has said that you can store Ethereum there now without going to some of those redirects. But again, I am not an altcoin storage dude. Um, and so the few altcoins that I have, I, didn't, I don't have to go to any of those third parties to to mess around with a Trezor. With Dash, you can you can store it there natively. Um, Litecoin, you can stay store there natively. Is that all I, is that what I have? Yeah. <laughs> Basically with your, son, oh, oh, Oh yeah. Be gold. And, and, and again, be cash. There, there are a couple others that, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think, but you, you're absolutely right. There's, there's a whole treasure list, all these other coins, and it's not that easy for some of them, although I thought they were making it easy. So I think eventually, yeah, you're, you're I think I would assume their goal is not to use all those, uh, Apps, you use a, a word to describe those apps, and you're absolutely right. That that curse word that you use actually it, it describes uh, is, a, is a correct adjective to use some of those apps. Because, what I mean, one of them got hacked once. One of those third parties, you ended up at the, at the fake Ethereum address, you, you would have been in big trouble there. Again, people buy big – this is why before you buy altcoins, people, this is the kind of nonsense you get into. Now, this dude knows what he's doing, Al KZ. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he knows what he's doing but uh, because he's asking a, a question which uh, clearly uh, represents that he doesn't know what he's uh, showing, proving that he knows what he's doing. But again, people, you know, the magical altcoins, you, you, when, once you see that it's, it's kind of complex to store a few of them, uh, you end up leaving them at the exchange. The exchange gets hacked. Learn how to send the altcoin before. You have no business owning an altcoin if you don't know how to send it. And you really should know how to send up, you got to know how to send up Bitcoin before you even buy a Bitcoin. Pound that like button. All right, Roman Q say, Canada just passed a, a gun ban law. That will likely lead to mass confiscation if stored correctly bitcoin is the only asset that is unconfiscatable beautiful way of uh phrasing something that is, is it's negative that if the canadian government is is actually doing it that that's that's not good but it is a, it's a it's a reminder that hey they can't take your they can't take your coins um uh, i will say this um you know physical confiscation of, of weapons that entail that's pretty bold to do and that's like you know that, that couldn't happen in texas so I don't know if that could happen in Alberta either, to tell you the truth. The Texas of Canada. I don't want it to even come to that. And I hope that isn't really happening. Pound that like button. So what else do we have here? If it's only clever to, enough to buy. Oh, yeah. We talked about the uh, guy being clever enough to buy it. And uh, it, to put that in perspective, though, if that guy is born in 1981 and he doesn't know how to buy Bitcoin, Trace Mayer is also born in, in 1981, I believe. So it, it shows you the... Uh, You know, there's some people that are in motion, willing to learn a lot. And there's some people are like, "Eh, if only I knew how to buy it. And you can see the difference in wealth between such a type of people. All right. Both both born in 1981. Uh, And I might be a little off with Trace. Maybe he's born in 82. I don't know. Uh, So what do we got here? Oh, yeah, yeah. I talked about that. And we talked about that. Oh, Barry Silbert versus Peter Schiff. They had a debate. Didn't even watch it. Just shows you that Schiff is – he he wants more publicity, though. He knows he's got to – he's got to – it popped up on my feed. I I don't waste my time with things like that, but I do analyze it in the sense that it shows that Schiff knows. He knows it's changing, and he's got to be aggressive out there to prove that gold is the word, although it's not. And uh, I talked about uh, some – the gold perspective on yesterday's show, and uh, Jayat Bandari, who's still in the gold – but I, I did watch his video, and I talked about it yesterday, so check that out. Speaking about videos, and this dude, Andreas Antonopoulos, in this video, he really sums it up nicely. And you really don't even have to watch the whole video. Open open blockchains, he's talking about, and his description of them, and which is basically Bitcoin. Open, public, borderless, neutral, and censorship-resistant, that is the five pillars of Bitcoin or something like that. Those are very simple points. You've got to understand— that's all Bitcoin needs to be: open, public, borderless, neutral, and censorship-resistant. That's what it is. That is beautiful. You no one can stop you from using it. It's public. You can send it anywhere. Uh, unconfiscatable. Anyway, watch the video. It's a great reminder. And so, more on on that. We've got a great tweet uh, from from Alistair Milne, and he said, and he was asked to describe Bitcoin in one t- tweet. And this goes with what Andreas was saying. Internet gold, the first ever asset without borders uh, that exists with no controlling authority, scarcity enforced by mathematics and code, transactions recorded to the blockchain, permissionless, unstoppable, uncensorable, unconfiscatable, the hardest form of money ever created. Pound that like button. That is all linked to below. Now, Jim sent $10 in the super chat. I thank him so much. He said, how many times in history has man had a real opportunity to save sound decentralized money that could not be seized from them? Do you think we get a second chance if we blow it at this time? No, I don't. I think it's, this is it. This is the way to do it. And it is the answer. And we're not going to blow it this time, but uh, it is, it is quite an opportunity in the history of man. This is, this is a real opportunity, a huge, a huge opportunity to get, to get all those uh, qualities in money and, and, and produce some freedom for all of us. Now, wait a second. We got a uh, Charlton said 499. I listened to your show the other day. Eventually Bitcoin will have been less than $9,000 for only 2% of its existence. Think long-term strong hand. Bitcoin will be. Yeah. 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 We, we went over all the Charlton. We, we covered all. Thank you very much for 499. And, and on, 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 on and guys check out the uh, check out, it. It's in the title that 9,000, and and you'll see that Bitcoin, it, it's uh, yeah yeah. He, he turns it around though. He turns it around. Now Bitcoin has only been over nine thousand dollars for two percent of its existence. Eventually, I, okay. Eventually, Bitcoin will have been less than nine thousand dollars for only two percent of its existence. Yes, yes. And that that will happen eventually. You have to be patient. Long-term thinking, we will laugh at $9,000 one, $9, one day, all you fiat freaks. Charlton, I like your attitude. I like how you rephrase that whole uh, video of mine. Very good. Very good way of looking at it. Very positive person you must be. Uh, 123 scope said, uh, Adam, you helped me explain Bitcoin in simple terms to my college housemates. Most of them have won Bitcoin now. Whoa. We're all thinking 2032. Whoa, dude! Yeah, that is the college way. If you're if you're so young and in college, of course, 2032. What the heck? You'll be a, uh, yeah, you'll be 30 years old or something like that. It'll be awesome. It'll be you'll be wealthy as a. It'll be great <laughs> for you, dudes. If if you you've got the 2032 having on your mind, you're accumulating for that. And again, if you are in college, you can easily do that. It, it, you can. I mean, there are some guys. You know, the guy I was hanging out today. He's not. He's over 50 and. uh, you know, you know, he's not thinking about the 2032 or anything like that. Uh, but for his kids, he is. And, you know, there's there's plenty of guys, you know, that, that 2032 is so off, it's so far away. Am I going to even be around or whatever? But you college dudes, it's great that you, you, you're you such a long-term thinker. Very, very admirable. Very uh, – replicate that, people. Learn, learn. College college kids, they, they're not all about drinking and, and doing bad stuff. There's uh, <laughs> there's some uh, responsibility there. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Pound that like button. And we talked to Alistair. We talked Jim. Uh-oh. All you 80%ers, I got to warn you all of something. All you new newbies, there's, when Bitcoin starts to do well, all these trendies uh, jump into the space. Guys that just jump onto all sorts of trends, whether it be cannabis, whether it be stocks. And all of a sudden, they say they're an expert. They buy up all these ads, and even though they used to not like Bitcoin. And so BTC Benny tweeted this out. Laugh out loud, James is more of a fad than Bitcoin. (laughs) Pops up in bull runs to make a few bucks then disappears. His ads just started inundating people again now that the price is on the rise. He said it was a, and and by the way, James, the guy with the big hair, hair, um, maybe you're not familiar with his ads. They started popping up everywhere in 2017. Apparently, they're starting to pop up again. I have James Ulrich or whatever his name is. He's got a big fro. He's got an is fro. Okay. And um, yeah, he's popping up. He said Bitcoin was a fad back in the, in 2013, but of course, that's forgotten. Although, if you go to this thread linked below, you can see it. So that's why BTC Benny used. He said, "Yeah, James is more of a fad than Bitcoin. And that is true because he just comes and goes, and sometimes he's real popular with the eighty percenters. I can't believe anyone falls for this. I can't believe. I don't know. I think we should take a poll: who is more gullible—the people who who fall for for Isfro James or for uh, Fake Toshi, for Jim Jones? Who who is more gullible? I really should do that. Uh, it's, it's 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 a total waste of time. I mean, it's a total laugh tweet poll, poll, but we all need some comedy. So yeah, leave that in leave that in the comments below. Who?" Who is more gullible the, the people who fall for fake toshi or for the guys who fall for this james Oliver uh, character who, who i mean you can read the tweet he said it was a fad in 2013 but then he became an expert in 2017 and people pay for his newsletters very good use of money you 80 percenters they probably paid bitcoin oh my god i'm gonna barf so uh but it's not much difference than uh, this tweet here from cnbc Forget Bitcoin, cannabis is the place to go," says U.S. wealth advisor. I mean, that guy's just as good. That U.S. wealth advisor who says that, you know, again, you know, these on these all these newsletters because I, Doug Casey talks about his newsletter in the free thing that I get spammed with. They all talk about the same thing: 5G network, secret radio waves that are you're going to be able to make a lot of money with. It'll be better than the internet. Uh, Cannabis, that's the next big thing, and then they talk about crypto sometimes. They don't talk about Bitcoin. They crypto as a whole. So again, it's it's the same. It's the same mindless advice. Um, and it's it's again, Bitcoin is the real thing, people. Uh, just because some people who talk about Bitcoin also talk about, you know, cannabis is just as good. No, it's not. It, it, it's it's not. <laughs> it's government regulated. Oh my God. It's it's, it's I was going to talk about that on yesterday's show. I'm going to, I'll talk about it on Saturday's show. The Maryland. Cannabis regulation. There, there, there you go. There's a preview for next Saturday's show. We talk about beyond Bitcoin type of stuff. All right, final final bit. I got to go running here Here at 6.30 at night in the middle of my 44-hour uh, fast. Oh, yeah, even though I got back early here, earlier than I thought I would, it was a travel day, so I am doing my fast no matter what. I could eat right now, but no, I'm not eating until tomorrow, and I'm going running right now. But this Winklevoss tweet... He, he, this is from uh, one of the Winklevosses. Cameron, uh, well, they're twins, so you know they're very similar. <laughs> uh, professional critic David Enrich believes that social networking will change the world more than Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Let's see if this ages as well as Paul Krugman's prediction that the internet will be more impactful than will be will be no more impactful than fax machines. So there we go. Winklevi is saying, you better believe cryptocurrency is going to be bigger than social networking. Yeah. Yeah, it will be. Because there's some people that say Bitcoin will be bigger than the internet. And social networking, social the social network. And I know they're a little touchy about the social networks, the, the Winklevi brothers. You know, they... Supposedly somebody took their idea and became very well. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. What do you guys think? Do you think Bitcoin will be bigger than social network? Heck yeah. Pound that like button. Yeah, it'll be bigger than Facebook. And of course, the way they're invested, they 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 they're betting on it being bigger, bigger than Facebook. And guess what? Mark Zuckerberg is he's hedging his bets just in case uh, you know, his social network uh, isn't bigger than crypto, which it isn't. He's making his own crypto, which will help get people in the Bitcoin. Yeah. I look at the positive sides of things, people. All right. I'm Adam Meister. The Bitcoin Meister this is Surup Meister. Remember subscribe, subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below, pound that like button, bang that bell button to get a reminder when we get, li- we go live. Well, sometimes when YouTube gives it out and uh, click on all those squares right there. Thanks a lot, guys, for all the support. I will say hi to you all in the chat right now, bye-bye.